0: Greetings, earthlings, citizens of no ordinary city, heavenly Jerusalem, you're all a bunch of Jews, you didn't know it, written in the Lamb's Book of Life, the only city of God there's ever been is called Jerusalem, 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 the city of God the King. The only place the Lamb's Book of Life exists in. Every other Christianity, apart from Jerusalem, is a lying demon. And it's really, they don't even serve Jesus, they serve Lucifer. That's why they're so possessed by religious demons. Simple as that, not even lying to you. We don't mess around, we're Red Letter Ministries, we tell you the truth because we're in love with you. And only the truth can set you free. You got enough people lying to you in Babylon? You need some people telling you the cold, hard steel truth of the iron of the angel of the Lord called the sword of the spirit. We have punks in America always weeping and gnashing their teeth at us every day saying, Brandon, you're too aggressive, too violent. You need to be nice. Calm down. Water it down. Be a demon like me. And I won't listen to them, because I can see they're demon-possessed. I've been in the gospel deep a very long time, very long time. I've been living in the angel world of God since birth. Before 18, it was in the fallen angel world. After 18, when I got born again, it's in the holy angel world. I walked as a warlock in this world. And I'd seen the demons, I'd seen the devils, and I'd seen the darkness. I knew the devil personally. I did. That's my testimony. I came out of tremendous necromancy, tremendous sorcery. They couldn't believe it when they court ordered me to Teen Challenge. God had me arrested, thrown in jail, because I was dead. I was walking death itself incarnate. Didn't even see in color anymore. I was so demonized. I only saw in black and white. (laughs) You can get so full of darkness in your souls, little children, that you don't even see in color anymore. It's true. That was me at age 18. So God delivered me of all that hell and darkness and demons and sorcery and witchcraft. Whatever you want to call it. It's got a lot of names, but it's just simply sorcery the substance of Satan, the great red dragon's darkness. And I came out of hell. Three months every other day, them driving demons out of me at Minnesota Teen Challenge, they had to have pastors every night in the intake room, ready. Because when I fall asleep, the demon would take over my body. Peeing and pooping all over the floor, all over the place, running around naked. And then I'd... They'd have to hold me down every single night for two weeks. I was 18 years old. This is 18 years ago. It's my testimony. I'm not lying to you. Came out of tremendous darkness. They'd be waiting when I went to sleep because then the devil would show up. (laughs) And that's the first two weeks I'm in the program. After that, I got born again. So I was manifesting, and then I was manifesting, and then I was manifesting some more. And then I finally got baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire and got my prayer language and I started speaking in tongues and I was all cleared out and it took three months. That's it. So all these cowards telling me it takes years, you're just cowards. If I came out of that kind of necromancy walking in Tartarus power of hell, you're just weak. You're just lying to yourself and you're afraid to face the demons in your own souls. I'm not lying to you. Most Christians are scared of the devil. Most Christians are scared of the evil spirits. They're scared of sorcery. They're scared of hell. That's why they make up doctrines like there is no hell. Many of my brothers and sisters that I once walked with and experienced sweet fellowship in the drunken glory with now preach and teach that there is no hell, that there's no demons, and there's no spiritual warfare. It was all done on the cross. Nothing for us to do except just be complacent. And they're all so demon-possessed You can smell the demons from them 500 feet away. You know? Just sick people. And it's so sad. And they won't listen. They're not teachable. They have no wisdom. They have none of the seven spirits of God. They have all kinds of religious doctrines and stuff in them. They'll talk religion. They'll talk New Testament. They'll talk grace. They'll talk all this stuff. But there's no power in it. There's no life in it. They're completely demon possessed. Satan just took a huge poop on them and left them in the manure pile. And that's where they'll be until they repent, says the Lord. And you know what? I love these people. I tell the people the truth and all we get every day telling people the truth in full-time ministry 11 years is more and more animosity. I can 100% relate with all my blood, bones, and brains to the prophet Jeremiah being thrown down the well to die over and over and over and over, month after month, year after year, with zero bitterness in my soul. I refused to drink Wormwood, never touch those waters, despite all the constant mistreatment and abuse from people that were once friends, people that walk with me, people who think they know me, they don't know me. You only know me if you know my father. A king's heart is beyond searching out. These people's discernment is in their brains, not the spirit of God. If you were in the bright morning star with me, you would be my brother and sister of arms, of war. But they're not warriors. Most of them are jealous cowards. Most of them will not go the distance with Jesus Christ. They back down, The demons keep lying to them in their brains and there's areas of vulnerability, areas of weaknesses in their own brains, in their own souls, that they're vulnerable to lies and they get bound up by the demon and they settle for complacent satisfaction over and over and over, wave upon wave of people. And you know what? It'd be mean of me to say they're all flakes because that's not true, they're just mostly flakes because that's true mostly like rice krispies snap crackle pop in the milk sucking on the bottles babes in Christ carnal Christians at best but there's a few warriors there's a few champions and those are the perfect that I deal with in the government of God we don't have time to waste on the immature ones the jealous ones, the religious ones. There's no time. What are we going to do, minister to demons? What am I, a necromancer? Speaking to the dead is forbidden in the New Testament. Do not necromance. When you minister to someone's ego, when you minister to someone's brain, someone's flesh, someone's demons, and set up a culture of honor, and it's all PC and nice and fake and surface, and you honor one another, but it's not in the seven spirits of God, you begin worshiping demons. You begin honoring demons. Because these people aren't transfigured in Charismania church. They're not transfigured at all. They're totally befuddled in the mucky muck. And that's the theological term for it. Befuddled in the muckymuck. You can look that up in your thesaurus of your Webster's unabridged and get real educated, Get real smart on the religious demon who keeps you bewitched, keeps you carnal, keeps you brain. Or you can become like little children, like me, a man-child, and enter the kingdom with all your skulls crucified and let your spirit lead you For if anyone's in Christ, they are one spirit in the Lord of glory. That is his name. That is how he is presenting himself today to the seven churches of the seven continents of planet Earth. It's been 2,000 years, so hopefully that seven golden lampstand fire has taken over the world, you know. I think two days is enough, and on the third day he raises us up. Right? Right. We've had a lot of time to get with it. We've had a lot of time to repent, guys. There's no more excuses for the nations. There's no more excuses for the US, Canada, Mexico, the Caribbean, Europe, Asia, Africa, the islands. There's no excuses. Everyone will eat what is in their own souls now says the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb, maker of heaven and earth. You will eat what is in your souls. So you make sure that you're right with God and you walk with God in holiness and in purity and in love and true compassion, which is spiritual, not natural. Any demon can walk in natural compassion. They're the fake religious flakes. When you walk in spiritual compassion, you'll suffer persecution for righteousness' sake. For righteousness is spiritual compassion. Righteousness is spiritual holiness. You can never be holy in your brain. You can never be compassionate in your brain. The brain is the flesh. I mean, what in the world are the people doing in the flesh? Day one, baby Christians, you should be born again of the Spirit. Not born again of the flesh. Otherwise, you were never even born again. Flesh gives birth to flesh. Spirit gives birth to spirit. Nicodemus, John chapter 3. You must be born of spirit. And then, after you're born in the spirit, stay in the spirit. Don't ever go into the brain. All the temptations of the evil one, the wicked one, the religious one, the great red dragon whose nature is religion, all the religions of the world, most deceptively, Christianity, not real Christianity. Just the fake, phony goat one Mm-hmm. that always butts its head against everything and just always has to be quarrelsome. Can't pastor goats. You can only pastor sheep. And the goats and the sheep are like 50-50 in the American church. So it's like people just tolerate goats every single day of their Christian lives. And a lot of them have been abused by goats tremendously. The true sheep of the pastures of Jesus Christ, the Great Shepherd, He is the great shepherd, the Lord our shepherd, and he has watched the goats constantly beat up the sheep in every single church in the world. There's not one church in the world that you're not going to have mixture in. The wheat and the tares grow up together. The sheep and the goats grow up together. The wise and the foolish are side by side hanging out. I think closer to the end, the wise virgins knew the five were foolish. But since they'd learned how to love perfectly, they didn't even condemn them. They left that to Jesus Christ to say, make like sheep and get the flock out of here. You religious goats, you foolish virgins, you're not welcome into heavenly Jerusalem because your lamps are not full of oil. You have not relied on the Holy Spirit for the leadership of your life. You have not followed and obeyed the great spirit, the paraclete, the faceless man. You don't have your wedding clothes on. There's no possible way in hell you can get in here. Even if you want to. Unless you're wearing the wedding clothes of the Holy Spirit, you can never enter heavenly Jerusalem, the marriage chambers of the bridegroom king. You must be wearing the Holy Spirit inside first. You know, that's where it really gets crazies because Christ in us and everything around us looks so crazy and God the Father's always messing with people's brains so that they misunderstand in their brains so maybe they can repent and get spiritually righteous and so it's just tremendous misunderstanding because they're so carnal, so uncrucified, so undisciplined. I mean there's just no discipleship you know they volunteer for mentorship you know at their own convenience they're not even in the kingdom, or they don't even want to be in the kingdom. It's just a whole system of rubbish. You know, even in the greatest glory churches that we call Glory Stream, you know, that I went through, and the charismatic movement in the Pentecostal churches of the Assemblies of God, we went through all of it. All of it. Everything that exists in this world, we've been through. Every single type of Christianity, I've been through. There's not one that I don't know about. I'm not lying to you. That's not pride. That's just experience. That's just wisdom. The seven spirits of God are here to help you, not to put you down. I'm here to put down the flesh. That's why I preach Christ and Him crucified, death to your skulls, and life to your spirits, so that you can live the life of Jesus, because the second Adam's a life-giving spirit. But unless you die to your brains, You'll never have the glory of God. It'll be always a carrot on a stick. A pie in the sky. I once had this drunken glory experience and then five years later, they're talking about five years ago because they don't go from glory to glory because they never got out of their brains. It was just a one-time deal, you know? And we see thousands of people like that, you know? I had the drunken glory. I got drunk in Toronto, you know, in the 90s and... Now they're dry as the Sahara Desert, you know, and they're the worst, too, you know, trying to discourage me and the drunkenness, you know, it was like, there's some ones, there's some champions that are still around from Toronto that are still drunk, and they're my friends, I do correspond with many of them, but most people dried up, most people just gave up, because, you know, the world is so hard, and what it boils down to is these people just settled for sin. They just settled for darkness. We don't have hope for the perfect. We don't have hope for heaven on earth. I don't have faith for it. We're just never gonna have it, you know. You know they they're discipled good enough to know there's no rapture. You know I'm not dealing with the absolute outer court Christians. They're just you know kind of settled down for a happy blessed life. You know. In the suburbs, you know, family, good. We speak in tongues. We're faithful to church attendance. And we'll make it, you know. But we have no vision for the new heavens and the new earth. We have no vision for perfection. We have no vision of heavenly Jerusalem coming down now like a scroll. No vision. The vision has died with so many millions in the charismatic church. And so here comes the sons of God, you know. As the man-child came out of the woman, the dragon's there to swallow him alive. And a brother put to my attention that when the man-child came forth, it nearly killed the bride. From from within the bride comes the sons of God. I went through the whole church, all Christianity, all of it, the whole bride. And coming into the manifestation as a son of God, a huius mature one, With the seven blazing torches through my whole seven soul mansions. Walking in this thing like Jesus Christ for real. It nearly killed the church. But we make it. We make it. And finally the bride understands what she gave birth to. Perfection. Revelation chapter 12, that's what's written. And obviously the man child company doesn't give a flying rat turd about the great red dragon the beast, the false prophet fallen angels the highest level sorcery all of your paranoia we don't have any of it, zero we're fearless because we've already gone through all of Satan's hell, we've walked through Egypt we've walked through Sodom 100%, I'm not lying to you we've seen everything the devil's got and we know easily we got this so easily so easily the bride doesn't realize that though yet she's watching the sons and then she learns from her son the bride of Christ learning from the man child she gives birth to that it's possible in Christianity to have perfect heaven on earth it's possible to have a new heavens and a new earth where righteousness dwells the dragon is not that tough The dragon is not that rich. The dragon is not that powerful. Our Lord God Omnipotent reigns. Our Lord God Omnipotent is tough enough. Our Lord God Omnipotent is rich enough. Our Lord God Omnipotent reigns. And He does, and everyone's waking up to it, waking up to to too-good-to-be-true land called Heavenly Jerusalem in this great awakening. In Jesus' name. Partner with Red Letter Ministries, we're missionaries here in the ghetto doing tremendous work, tremendous persecution. You can tell by our messages and our everything we do why people misunderstand us and hate our guts because we're destroying all the works of the devil in the entire world. A lot of people love us. A lot of poor people around the world need to hear this message. So as you donate, It helps us reach up to a million people every day through Facebook ads. There's no other way they'll hear this message unless you support Red Letter Ministries. Donate at redlettermen.com and be blessed. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.